What's up, y'all? Happy Monday. Welcome back to Chill to Action on the Call to Action Network on this on this Monday. It's a Monday, and we are all here. We are all probably at home, but we are all here. Yay! Welcome back. I am here once again with my favorite co-host, Mr. Paul Denuzio. It's me. It's me. It's PLD, and here in quarantine, I don't even know what day. Chill is the only reason I know it's Monday. I mean, this is kind of time that Garfield is saying, I don't even know what day I hate anymore. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Yes, chill is the only way that I know that it's Monday, and this is a magnificent Monday. This is, I I can't think of another M word at the moment, but it's a machine Monday. (laughs) (laughs) Cheap Cheap pop, cheap pop. Janine, welcome. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm currently like tempting my dog with treats so I can get you guys the views. There you go. That's right. You put dogs on. I had to compete with the, you know, <laughs> Paul and Adam last week. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm finding that that's more and more. More streams are, are realizing this. I mean, we I did a class action last night with Jarvie and uh, and PJ Campbell about Kevin Smith movies. And my God, we ended up having like three corgis on screen at the same time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> it was corgis everywhere. I love it. That's the views, right? Absolutely. <laughs> She's um, already done with me. But, you know, I, I had to have her on at least for a bit. <laughs> absolutely. Anytime you can bring her back, you, you let us know. You know? Yes. <laughs> yes. Just welcome on screen at any point in time. We do not say no to dogs or cats on the action stream. Very true. I'm sure my one's going to come up soon. Yes, mine is somewhere wandering in this household. Janine, thank you so much for coming on to Action and hanging out with us on this Monday. Big shout out to everyone in the chat room also. Thank you all for coming in and hanging out. Janine, as always, you are a friend of the show. So thank you for always hanging out with us in the chat, first and foremost. We really appreciate your time and your friendship, for sure. When did you first start becoming part of the Action Army? You seem like you've been—it's been a new, new coming for you. When did you find us? I think Jake can answer that question. Uh, Jake, <laughs> in chat already? I don't know. Um, probably since uh, they had um, guested on my friend's kind of movie fight style show called Fan Friction, where they did kind of movie-based debates. And uh, my friend Brian, he was a huge fan of their show Action Movie Anatomy. So he asked them to be on. They debated and I was watching. I was like, these guys are cute. They're funny. They know movies. Like, I want to check out their show. So then I started watching Action Movie Anatomy. And then when they joined the Schmodown, it was just kind of like, I had already kind of just been getting into the Schmodown because of Dan Merle. I was a huge Screen Junkies fan and Dan was what got me into the Schmodown. And so then when I saw these cute boys joining, I was like, okay, okay. And I fell in love with their characters and I've been a fan since then, so. 
Nice. nice. Right good. off the bat, he's finally getting it. He's finally starting yes. to get it, maybe a little bit. <laughs> right off the bat, yeah, just like that, Jake. You got to make sure that you know that you're loved here. Honestly. <laughs> so, Dan Merle, Janine, Dan Merle brought you in as a fan to the Schmodown. Yes. I saw you in there as a competitor because we got to watch you go from fan <laughs> to competitor. How did you start competing inside of the Schmodown? So when I was a huge Screen Junkies fan, I was doing Screen Junkies fan art. And then once I started getting to the Schmodown, I started doing Schmodown fan art. So I was doing art of like the action guys and uh, Six Degrees, because Brianne's team was like my favorite team. Her and yeah. Stacey were amazing. Yeah. And uh, I did uh, art for Top 10. And Christian saw it. He liked it. And uh, I met him at the LA Comic Con a panel, a showdown panel that they had. That's the day I met Brandon the Hot Man, Hannah. So very yeah, historic day. <laughs> yes, so um, I met a lot of people. I met Brianne for the first time. I met Jay for the first time. Um, I met uh, Drew Guy for the first time. And yeah, Christian, I like, I didn't, I was too nervous to like say hi to Christian and be like, hey, I'm that girl who made all that artwork you liked. So I kind of didn't say anything. So then I posted all the pictures from being at the expo, the, the fan uh, panel. And Christian was like, why didn't you say that was you? Like, what the hell? So then um, he invited me to come to the spectacular. Nice. And it was, it was the tackle, the Roca tackle spectacular. Oh, right, right. I went to that. I was in the crowd. Me and my friend uh, Raul. We were. We had our dry race sports. We were like playing along with all the matches. And then, like just before Christmas, Christian messaged me and he's like, "Hey, would you want to compete in the Schmodown?" And I was like, "What?" I died. The funeral was beautiful. <laughs> and, yeah. <laughs> Uh, he asked me if I want to be a heel, who I'd want to work with. Of course, I said Ben or True or Jay Washington. I've had a great rapport with them online, and I think it would be a good fit with either of them. And so he set me up with Jay, said I was going to be a heel, and the rest is history. It's history. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep. That's a dad. You bet. <laughs> Lies there was the greatest faction of all time. <laughs> <laughs> and yet he and here he is today in the den. So it still kind of makes a little bit yeah. of a connection there, right? You <laughs> saw the future. You saw the future for sure. <laughs> We're working on affairs. It's gonna be a slow burn all all episode long, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make it last. And all it's gonna last throughout the entire stream. I'm gonna make that ass-eating last this whole stream, Jake. You hear me? That's true. I mean, Jake did say something about eating his ass, so I mean, he's gonna have to remember. I mean, that might be something he's into. I mean... <laughs> There's that hill we're coming through. So, Janine, earlier on Twitter today, you posted something about... Um, or it was on yesterday. It was either today or yesterday. You posted about being a heel and uh, how you didn't feel like you were good at being a heel. But today on uh, on SEN, Christian commented about that and he talked about how much he enjoyed your heel work and that you were a great heel. He just saw how much the crowd loved you, and <laughs> that was kind of what changed his mind about you being a heel. So, um, do you feel like it's a little bit more difficult to be a face or a heel? Um, I think it's definitely more difficult to be heel. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean, people know me and obviously he had to do that switch. He felt the need to do that switch because I got that 
crowd reception. Um, and I'm not really, I'm super sassy, of course, but <laughs> I don't know that I'm full on. Oh yeah, me? <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know that I was full on heel and that requires kind of acting abilities and things. So I, you know, I emulated our boys, Ben and Drew. Definitely, I emulated Miss Movies. She was the first female heel, so props to her. Um, and those were kind of my icons to kind of figure out how to navigate being a heel. Right. Um, I felt like I was kind of really silly and ridiculous. I watched back my first match and Christian was kind of commentating that match and he was kind of giving me props for my strut and my attitude. So I, I know he like was liking what I was doing, but I just felt really kind of silly the whole time. So that's kind of why I was like, I don't think I'm a good heel. Um, but that was really nice to hear that he liked what I was doing. And I was, you know. I think everyone it. likes what you're doing as a heel. The issue is, first of all, you were endearing yourself to the Action Army. The Action Army is a loud crowd in your support and your fans. So it doesn't matter whether you're a heel or faith, we're going to support the hell out of you. That makes it easy. I mean, it kind of reminds me of the WWE when The Rock was getting, The Rock was a heel for such a long time. And people just started loving him so much anyway that he, he had to turn him into a face. So, you got to keep that snarkiness with being a face. It's that fine line. Exactly. And there's so many ways to be a heel as well. Like um, there's likable heels. There's lovable heels. There's heels that people just don't like. Mm -hmm. And any of those versions are doing the job right. So I've, you know, I've seen in the past few days, Ben and Rachel, maybe not getting, you know, getting some flack for their heel portrayal, but honestly, if people don't like it, then they're doing a good job because that's what they're supposed to do as heels, right? So get the any way you can. Exactly. <laughs> well, speaking of going, you said before you came in and you were working under Jay Washington. Um, and now it's a time when managers kind of had a different role than they have today. I mean, not I mean, at least a little slightly different. I mean, different types of managers. Jay was obviously more of the mouthpiece i would say type manager the one who doesn't speak he's a loud mouth obviously he's gonna have his voice be heard yeah. then you go to somebody like a, a sam levine now and you have a rachel who's in or not rachel silver screen rachel cushing into your corner as well i feel like that's a totally different kind of style of management can you see what the difference has been i mean since oh the yeah definitely definitely like i always kind of talk about Jay as like a day of manager. Like I wouldn't really talk to him before or after any kind of match or anything. It was like the day of he'd show up, we'd do our thing and then that was kind of it. So if any, if I needed to do any preparation that was all stuff I was doing on my own. As soon as Sam drafted me, I was in complete contact texting, hey, what do you need? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? Like all kinds of stuff to kind of just get to know me as a competitor, what I needed to work on. And that's what we focused on. We took that, like, like he took that time to get to know me as a competitor and help me hone in those skills. So that's why kind of that whole Riley loss was really difficult for me because I had came at it. So in a different way than I ever have before, like I was really kind of preparing for things that I didn't know. I was studying the most I've ever studied before ever. Um, but even though I lost, I, I, it was nice to have that cushion because, you know, like I said, Jay is kind of a day off person. You know, I would have a loss and then we kind of just move on. But I had a loss and I took it kind of hard. You know, I had that support system. I had that cushion of a faction. I had that cushion of, of Sam really like, you know, telling me you're amazing. I drafted you for a reason. You know, don't take this too hard. You're the best. Like, so it was nice to have that cushion with Sam and nice to have somebody who really was investing in getting really trying to understand how to make me a better competitor. That's right. So 
Yeah. It's has Rachel been here? I mean, and you mentioned that the draft that Rachel was saying she was going to turn, she was going to help you turn that corner, and she's been there as well, like strong. strong oh yeah, corner. definitely. Like I know Rachel is open to helping anybody who um, who asks her for help. Um, but of course, she was there, definitely helping me prepare and just being a great support system for me, messaging me, you know, telling me positive things and keeping my spirits up and. Um, she's been amazing as well. So yeah, it was great to have both of them in my corner, really trying to invest in getting to know me as a competitor and trying to make me a better competitor, um, which I, was something I didn't really have with Jay. Um, he was a great voice box for me. Um, he, you know, was a great kind of support on that day in that moment. He would kind of focus me up in those moments. He would get me to kind of be a better performer, a better talker, a better, you know, get me into that kind of sassy mode. Um, right. But after that and before that, it was kind of on my own to kind of figure things out. But now I feel like I have, you know, it in all three aspects before, during and after now with Sam and even yeah. just kind of with Rachel with that added kind of support that she gives. So I would really say definitively on that as well. And the good point to follow up with that, I'm not going to question this is more of a comment for me is that like, when you come into the league, you have someone Jay Washington be your mouthpiece to look kind of give you that, that buffer zone as you're learning the game, yeah. but you kind of graduated from needing him because you've developed so much as your own, your own mouth. You could be yeah. your own mouthpiece now and you have more of a comfort zone. So you don't need necessarily the mouthpiece getting into someone who does have the game and the gameplay and everything else can help you yeah. get gear on that is what you would have be better benefiting from. So well, I think it's a perfect move for you. Yes. So, I mean, we're in a weird place right now with McWeeny leaving and all of that, but I'm sticking with Sam. I know he's figuring it out. I trust my faction. I love my faction and we're going to figure this out. So I'm not, I'm not too worried about what, that what actually, the future holds for the usual suspects. That actually leads me to a question. Obviously, you can't reveal or reveal anything or divulge anything if you know. <laughs> but I'm kind of curious if you've been in contact, you know what Sam might be planning now that McQueenie has kind of thrown a wrench into the into the system. You have because there's been talk Andrew Guy came out and said, Oh, maybe I should be traded, or maybe something like that should go on. Are you do you have any idea what he's thinking of doing? Or I do not have any idea what he's thinking of doing. Okay. Um <laughs> I don't feel like he's gonna like I know a lot of people were saying, Oh, he should just trade, you know, Drew and Janine to get like a really great player. I don't see him doing that, but who knows? Kevin, I see in the chat is pushing me for IG. He's always boosting me to do IG because, you know, I try to, you know, Kevin and Brandon are friends, of course. So I help them, you know, with their IG studying the best I can. And he sees me knowing things about terrible Marvel films like the Daredevils and <laughs> stuff like that. So he thinks I'm good at IG, but it's a bit intimidating now. I mean, you guys have seen how intense IG is right now. Um, I would love to kind of jump into another league, but we'll see. We'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if you trains with you, and if anyone would know, if anyone would know, I would think that this guy would have a good good idea of who's good and who's not. So there you go. <laughs> because I know everything about Scott Pilgrim versus the world does not mean good at It'll get you through. It'll get yeah, you through. for sure. <laughs> Scott Pilgrim, if you know that movie inside and out, usually it'll carry you through an entire IG match. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> That's how it works, guys. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, you also you've mentioned you're working with Sam now. Do you have an idea of what you wanted to do with another team? Would you want to be teaming up with somebody in the faction? Or do you want to concentrate on singles or do you want to do both? Or 
Um, I definitely want to get back into teams. There have been talks about me teaming up with Atchity. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of me being a, starting as a fan, really knowing the game really well, and him kind of having his you know moments not knowing the game really well. People think that would be a definite good combination. Absolutely. So I mean, I could see it, and his knowledge is there. Yeah. I mean, when we played him, when me and Ethan played him, Paddington Two, we went to sudden death. I, people don't talk about that enough. I think that was a really good match by the way i mean oh, yeah. yeah um our points were like i think in the 30s and we went all the way to sudden death so um definitely i know actually knows his stuff so i i would love to team with him and see how that goes so i mean but i would feel like your knowledge would over like not would be you would fill each other's holes so to speak oh, as far as knowledge as well so, so I, i'm hoping to see that maybe come to fruition but nothing's been set in stone quite yet okay well, we do know he loves a good, uh, a good characterizations as well. So uh, he might not be working for you at entrance wise, as long as you Definitely. keep him, as long as you keep him in check from during the match doing it. Then <laughs> giving up a win. <laughs> <laughs> Stop the goddamn Russian accent for two seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no uh, Russian entrances with Achity with me. I'm sorry, it's not happening. <laughs> I I have uh, always been a big fan of the idea of you and Matt actually being a team. It, it was definitely one of my dream teams. As soon as I heard, um, as soon as I saw the two of you in the faction, and then just kind of pieced everything together and everything was said and done, I was like, oh my gosh, yes, Janine and Matt actually on a team that'd be amazing. But now that Drew McQueenie is out <laughs> of the league-ish, I kind of, kind of really want to see a Janine. The color of money. Guy yes, you know about that, Paul. You know all <laughs> the color the of color money. Of money. Yes. I was kind of bounced around in teams before I got paired with Ethan. There were a bunch of different iterations. And then one of the iterations were me with Drew. And we kind of talked about a name. And he came up with the name, The Money of Color. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. A little Jack yeah. Daniels. Too much Jack Daniels. <laughs> yes, but then that didn't work out. So, I, I mean, I would love to be on a team with Drew. But I feel like our baby, our knowledge is a little too similar. I mean, I know he grew up with sisters. He loves rom-coms, and you know everybody knows that's kind of my thing. Um, so, I mean, I think we could work, but I feel like I don't know that we would kind of fill each other's gaps as much as we actually would. That's a, that's a very, very strong point, but, man, the sassiness on that on that team would be over the top. I guess. Oh, my God. Oh, Jay, come on. I drink both. I go back and forth. Keep my power I mean, I think a bionic arm would pair well with a Hawaiian shirt. I mean, don't you? It would, it would be great. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> the dog might eat the mic. It's, it's yes. Really <laughs> we all love this pup. This is a good pup. Lexi, my Lexi girl. Yes. Do, you let, do you usually let Lexi in the room whenever you're recording your podcast? No, because you hear how loud she's breathing. <laughs> doing this for the views guys i have to compete <laughs> with the movie guys i mean <laughs> make sure that you're liking this video for lexi <laughs> lexi equals views there you are we're going to add her to the pantheon of action cat action dogs and schmodown animals as well so i've always said we need to schmodown animals calendar 
You know, we could yeah. put Lexi, we could put Leia, we could put Snickers, we could put, put uh, Molly. Kylo on there. <laughs> that is all. Indiana Jones. And yeah, Joe watched my cat and Joe was Marty McFly. So, <laughs> okay. well, check them all. Well, before um, you know, we get into anything else, Janine, I do kind of want to talk to you a little bit about your podcast. So, you do a fun little podcast called Morgan Hasn't Seen It. I do, yes. Me and my co host Morgan, he's all the way in the UK. Um, he like it started because. You know, um, Endgame was coming out, and he hadn't seen like six MCU films. He hadn't seen like Iron Man, Iron Man. He hadn't seen any Iron Man movies. He hadn't seen The Incredible Hulk. He hadn't seen any of the Thor movies. So I was like, well, let's watch them, and I think it might be kind of fun to like talk about them. So it was kind of going to be a one-off thing. We just watch these early MCU films, talk about them, and then it's just, you know, one-off thing. But then we're like, let's kind of keep doing this because I discovered he hadn't seen, like, a lot of movies. (laughs) So, yeah. So I picked, like, a franchise of films. I got him to watch all the Fast and Furious movies because I'm a huge fan of the Fast and Furious series. Me and Brandon, quote, too fast, too furious on the regular. (laughs) That is jam for sure. Yes. Um, and yeah, so I've got him to watch a lot of movies he hadn't seen. He hadn't seen the John Wick franchise. He was deprived. So I, and I am a little bit power hungry. So I have to force him to watch all kinds of things. And it's just kind of become this fun show that we do every Wednesday. Um, yeah, just getting him to watch movies he hasn't seen. It's really fun. No, it's not true. He thinks it's good. <laughs> wow, Brandon. I'll post it after this, Brandon's. Um, Let's do that. Morgan impression. Brandon has a very nice British accent, and yeah, Brandon thinks he can do it. <laughs> Christina, hey girl. Christina, thank you. <laughs> I think Jillian tends to agree with you as well. It sounds like, yeah, Brandon, so you're not getting it. It's hilarious. So. <laughs> I think my fa- my favorite episode of Morgan Has and Tina is definitely the Varsity Blues episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We did, a, we did a series on teen teen uh, teen movies. Yes. So yes, Varsity Blues definitely made it in there. So, uh, with JVDB, good old JVDB. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, launch your life, your friends, Jason, <laughs> <laughs> your good friend, James Vanderbeek. Paul. <laughs> I'm gonna bring him on sometime. I'll have, have you yes, talk. About. Please die. I would die. I was a huge Dawson's Creek fan. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, what well, do you know about Paul and Dawson? Yeah, I, 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 she brought it up. Yeah, she brought it up. <laughs> like, like, I know Paul was that. a billion times. I see what James Vanderbeek. I'm going to bring it up every once in a while. Don't That is a definite moment of pride. That was the name drop I, I just did there. In my life. <laughs> well, we've also seen that you've done. Uh, you've also had a Janine hasn't seen a couple times. I've seen as well. Throw it up there. Yes. Is that something we're gonna add a little more that way too? As I kind of think you should more. You know, turn about is fair play. <laughs> yes, I mean I've been trying to watch a lot of movies I haven't seen, and with our Patreon, I also do a thing where I kind of watch a movie that I missed a question on, so then I kind of break that down. Um, so I watched, uh, Donnie Darko for the first time because I missed that whole 
what two words are like the most beautiful words of the English language, blah, 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 question against Mike. And I had no clue. It was a Drew Barrymore question. <laughs> and so I finally watched Donnie Darko and found a you know, cellar door. Um, so yeah, I've definitely been trying to do a lot of Janine hasn't seen and hone in on movies that I have missed for sure. So but you're very busy in podcasting world because there's more that you do. Let's talk about Machine Mondays. I got to tell you right off the bat that Machine Mondays is one of the best Schmodown podcasts there is out there. And if you haven't been listening, you should definitely check that out. Thank you so much. And I think the only reason it wasn't considered, I actually think the reason wasn't it didn't make any awards. I didn't know if it was, I personally didn't know if it was eligible because you're a competitor. So I think that might have been on some fans' minds whether they could actually technically vote for you as, a, as an eligible after show. I don't know if that's true or not. So, but I think if I don't know that, and I'm pretty well versed to the podcast, the showed out after shows. I have other fans might have not either known either. But I bet. Current winners of the <laughs> after show. That's true. We are an award winning podcast. I'm just exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, I was doing the articles. I was like, it started because I was doing these random, just kind of like machine Mondays. Right. I thought about some random Schmodown topic, and I was just posting that in the Facebook group. And then when the website went up, Bibiani became, you know, kind of the editor of the website. And he asked me, hey, would you want to do Machine Mondays as a weekly article? So I was like, sure. So then I was doing writing these weekly articles in Machine Mondays every Monday. And then when the website went down, Morgan was like, hey, would you want to do Machine Mondays as like a short form podcast, like 20 minute, 30 minute podcast? I'm like, that's kind of a fun idea. So that's kind of how Machine Monday's podcast version came about. So yeah. that is definitely a matches and my thoughts on any kind of schmodown things. And it's been really fun. Yeah, I love it. Also, I love when you have Brianna as a guest, also, because I think you guys have an amazing chemistry together as far as that goes. So I have loved doing those episodes with Brianne, like um, those big kind of event uh, episodes has been really, really great. And then I did the episode with Frank and and uh, Kevin. Um, that's actually like our highest rated episode, actually. And <laughs> so, yeah, it's been really fun getting to do it with my friends and uh, just kind of share my thoughts on the show and as a competitor, as a fan, like, you know, I have all these different perspectives. So it's been great getting to kind of well, and speaking of friends, it's another one you guys do now. You launched with, well, I mean, Brianna's has launched on her channel, the Best Friends Pod. Yeah, best friends. Friends. I think it was just an It's great to see you guys that are friends. Yes. Um, Where something else was born, I will say, the, uh, the old Hot Wonka was born. <laughs> Don't do that to poor Brandon. <laughs> oh, I do it out of love, and he knows that he knows he loves the Hot Wonka. <laughs> It's laying that hot walker right on the desk there for him. Oh my gosh, I can't believe Benninger turned that into a, a terrible, <laughs> terrible thing. Hot Wonka. Oh, Ben is trying to just divert, Ben trying to deflect from some of his names and his t shirts. I think that's what it is. Yes, but, <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun getting to kind of hang out with people in this new format. Um, it's a little crazy, but um. It's a nice kind of distraction from everything that's going on to kind of connect with friends in this way. So, yeah, I've loved doing the best friends, the SD best friends show with Brianna. It was such a fun idea for us to kind of get together. And I know she's going to have kind of rotating guests. I know like Bibiani and Drew have asked to be on, so they're going to be on soon. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be a really fun, continuous thing. And then I know, you know, the Fife Club has been doing a thing that's really going to be fun. 
Um, I might have been asked to do a logo for that. So very nice. Very nice. Oh, Brandon, that's a little raunchy here. I don't know if I should have put that up, but I will because I'm gonna that's how I will. Wow, hot man is talking. <laughs> and Megs does said that was all Ben. Don't drag Drew into that. It's probably, I think that's actually true. I think it was more Ben than Drew at that one. <laughs> you can actually find a really fun episode of our podcast, It's a Wonderful Podcast, with me, Brandon, and Morgan talking about Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. That was probably my favorite episode of the podcast we've done. So, yeah, go check it out. Definitely, <laughs> definitely. definitely. Uh, Nico has come into the chat. Does anyone want to see you as well? Right to see the girl, his girl Janine. So nice to see you. Nico. <laughs> um, but so let's talk about next your artwork and your designs and all the things you've done that led to your, your Patreon levels and things like that. But uh, first of all, why don't we talk about your design, your t shirt designs? Some of the best of biz, even if Christian doesn't sell all of them. <laughs> Yes, like I said, I started doing kind of fun screen junkies art because I was a huge fan of Dan and um, that's kind of how I met Morgan and a lot of, of my online friends that I've known for like three years now, all kind of through screen junkies. Um, and then once I got into the Schmodown, that's kind of when it trickled into Schmodown art. And then, you know, Roka was like, hey, can you do a design of top 10? I do a design of Team Trek. And um, so that's kind of a big kind of celebratory point in my art career that it kind of that's kind of what got me noticed by the Schmodown community um so yeah from there I've done some commissions for people Ken's always really nice and like will throw work my way he wanted he wanted me to do the book cover for his book but his publishers were kind of like oh no we want you know more professional you know established people so he still reached out to me to do some promotional art for for his book so yeah, people have been, you know, throwing work my way and it's it's been really nice. So yeah, I mean, I have a day job. It's not very fun, but um, kind of being part of the Schmodown in this community, I've gotten a lot of fun commissions and um, yeah, it's kind of build my portfolio and get my stuff out there. Nice. Some of John Mariano's favorite Batman pop art. That's good to hear. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Schmodown oh. design? Ooh. Okay. <laughs> um, I do really love my Buffy Miss Movies design when she won a free for all. So I did like a free for all Slayer design of Miss Movies, kind of a copy of the Buffy the Vampire Slayer '90s movie cover. Um, I really love that design. I kind of gave it to Christian. He was like, "Yeah, it's great," but then there was kind of this whole thing because Miss Movies has her own kind of page with her artwork, so there was this whole kind of back and forth on. Should we put it on Miss Movies page? Should we put it on the Schmodown page? Just gonna put anywhere. But I love that design really so much. So because Miss Movies was a big inspiration for me going into the Schmodown. So I loved kind of doing that design of her. I personally love the uh, oh there you go. Oh, there it is. Oh, that is definitely, I think, my favorite design I've ever done. I love this design so much. It, it is absolutely one of my favorite. It hangs up on my wall. Um, I also have this one right here. Ken's book. So yeah. So he says he you knew when he was doing signings and stuff, he would give out prints of that. So yeah. All of those. Yeah. So good. You're so and good. There, yeah, to to do that as well. So 
Every time on the Best Buds thread, Movie Fenobi wants me to sing, and I'm like, okay, well, give me some requests. And there's yeah. always Charlie. I hate <laughs> the worst song from that movie. <laughs> it's pretty awful. I'm not going to lie. Lucas <laughs> wants to let you know he's been rooting for you ever since the Shimona, despite your foul rumors you might be spreading. Oh, yeah. Uh, when I first met Lucas, he was like, oh, I love Mike Kalinowski. <laughs> <laughs> into the showdown and this was like literally before right before i was supposed to play mike and he was like oh yeah alex got me into the showdown i love this mike guy he's the best we're oh, gonna beat you janine like really, like, really? come on come on lucas yeah <laughs> but he's since then, so thank you, Lucas. Fair enough. <laughs> that Fair seems enough. very off, but also at the same time, very on brand for Lucas. Yeah, <laughs> I go with that. I go with that. <laughs> like my impression, I can do some impressions, not good ones, but I can do. I can do some. Whenever you want to, I love her. <laughs> That's what he said. Exactly. Fantastic. <laughs> Actually, I I met Lucas several times. That was a pretty good impression, I do think. <laughs> Add that to my repertoire. Wow, Lucas is more of a traitor than Bateman. That's saying a lot. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Chad turning against I think Lucas you're now. Jake off the hook a little bit there. <laughs> I think Jake's paying people to say this to boost up somebody else at this point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yes. How dare you for Captain White Toast? I miss that. I miss that. Thank you, Nico. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Lucas and David are best friends. That is very yeah, true. I wish I had that shirt. I don't think I have that shirt loaded up. Yeah, <laughs> okay, we need to get a picture of that shirt to have on here so we can post Pop it up. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to say, yeah, I don't have that, unfortunately. We, we don't. <laughs> yeah, it's very oh. sad. Oh, well. Well, we helps out. Sorry, go ahead, Danny. Nothing. I said, Alex, help us out. Oh, Alex. <laughs> Let's talk about your cosplaying. You are, your, I mean, your entrances are always been legendary. I mean, how do you, how, have you, do you like doing this outside this moment as well a lot? Or is, how, where does this come up? No, that was kind of my start was really kind of like, like Halloween. Like I love Halloween. So Harley right. was my first kind of cosplay where I really invested time into like I got contacts and really like broke down all the elements of what I wanted to get this hammer right here. You know, I made and, you know, towed right. around. Um, so that was kind of my first delving, really delving into the entrances. And all of that was hugely inspired by Six Degrees, Stacy and Brianne, for sure. I loved that they embraced that aspect of theatricality in the Shmodan, because I feel like, you know, people think it's like about the trivia or the characters. I feel like Shmodan is trivia, but it's also the entertainment side, and the entertainment side are these fun, epic entrances. And people, you know, when there's all this dispute about Christian, he doesn't care about these character entrances. I love the character entrances because I feel like that adds to the entertainment side of the Shimona, which is so important. So when Brianna and Stacey were coming out with such creative, fun, thought out entrances, like that inspired me big time. So that's what kind of drove me to really, you know, my first entrance, I came out kind of cool and calm. I came out with like a Black Panther shirt I had designed, my leather jacket, the sunglasses, the, you know, the uniform of a heel for my yeah. first <laughs> 
<laughs> I kind of embraced, you know, I came out as Shuri, I came out as Misty Knight. I wanted to kind of also incorporate some like black female strong characters as well and give them kind of a spotlight. Of course, I had all my Harley stuff that I worked so hard on. So I gotta bring out Harley. So that was when I did the triple threat match between Stacy and Draco. Um, I broke my hammer, so that was a little embarrassing, but I kind of just tried to go with it. You're super strong. Just a powerhouse. Yeah. You can't take I mean, they, they couldn't handle it. That's all. So, I mean, after that, I kind of was like, okay, you know, I do love these powerful entrances, but I think I'm going to focus on just kind of looking powerful, looking strong, looking cute, and just being me. So I've kind of, kind of gone away from the you know, more dressed up entrances because that doesn't seem to be kind of where the show is going, right. but still try to be somewhat theatrical and put some thought and effort into my entrances. So That's a good point. I mean, they definitely made a point to say it's moving more towards a sport aspect yeah. and then to bring down the theatrical, which to me is kind of a shame a little bit because I always thought the best part is I like the 50-50. I like the trivia, but you got to have the good characters. You got to have the good entrances to make it a show. That's what... Exactly. That's exactly. why, like, when the entrance awards happen, I'm always so bummed that like nobody cares about it. And like, when Guy won that award, I was, I was yeah, so happy. Like, I love, I love Drew, of course. But like, really, you came out to Dan Rose music, and that's all you did. That is a moment. <laughs> that is not an entrance. Like, ugh. it's a, it's a tough thing. Yeah. I get why I wanted definitely. That's more of a wrestling entrance, if anything else. That's, yeah. that's probably what happened with it in a way. But I, I can get why it'd be frustrating for someone who spent so much time and energy putting yeah. together these elaborate. Many we think about these things. So me and Brad were kind of like, oh, really, really, really. But you know, that's that's the way of it. But I am an entrance enthusiast. I appreciate the time and care and thought that goes into an entrance like Bibiani. He really thinks about these things and tries to be creative. I mean, you know, I'm a creative person, I'm an artist, so those things matter to me. I like when somebody actually puts some thought into it and some creativity into it. So yeah, that's why kind of entrances are a big award for me that I always kind of advocate for because yeah, it takes a lot of time and thought and sometimes money to really put into something that you want to entertain the crowd with, so. Well, what's your favorite entrance that you've seen? Um, My favorite entrance I've seen? Can be done or both, like one that you've done and just one that you've seen. My my New York entrance, of course, was my favorite entrance. Yeah. Um, full disclosure, I actually had a different song in mind. Like, you know, I was going for a Creed vibe. And okay. Brandon actually took the time to make this awesome Rocky Creed kind of hybrid song mix for me. Really? And for whatever reason, they didn't play it. They decided to play Living in America. Like, <laughs> Apollo Creed's Death March song. That's probably why I lost. That's a bad omen. How dare they? I don't know. I think, and so after the fact, I was kind of like, well, what happened there? And there was kind of like this back and forth. And like Christian was like, well, Jay said you, this would be fun to walk out to. And I said, this would be fun to walk. So it was like this weird, like, back and forth between Christian and Jay and they both kind of said it would be fun for me to walk out to the Apollo Creed music and then it turned out to be the Apollo Creed music. So regardless of what my music was, I loved the entrance. I it was really it made me really feel special and happy to see like that reception I got from the crowd. I was so into it um coming out as like my boxer like I got a customized, you know, robe and everything that said machine. I got some shorts that said machine. 
and I was feeling it. So that was probably my favorite entrance to even be asked to be, participate in the live event was ridiculously crazy. That was such a fun day in general. I was, you know, pretty anxious and I had, you know, PJ Campbell and Kristen Smith, like Brandon, all of them like took me on this nice day, like to go see the Ghostbusters firehouse because they know how much I love Ghostbusters and we watched the Brooklyn Bridge. Uh, so it was just a really nice relaxing day with friends. We walked the Brooklyn Bridge to the venue. And so, yeah, like all of those memories of that day and then coming out and getting that crazy reception from the crowd that I wasn't expecting, that probably is my favorite entrance. I think I got a, love for, a lot of love for the Misty entrance. Um, yes. The arm. Um, I will be making the arm a regular thing. I will be wearing that for every machine entrance, I think, now from now on. But yeah, well, the boxer live entrance was definitely my favorite for sure. Scare video drew then every time. <laughs> yes. And Brandon, low key, I want to, I want you to send me a copy of that that hybrid mix because I want to hear it now. So <laughs> if you can find a way. <laughs> Paul being that close to the mic is a little creepy, but. You don't like my soft talk or my I could do mukbang that way. It's soft talk radio. radio. We're with Janine the machine. Is it showing Frank? I mean, Frank, I don't think are you I hope you're not shaming her for it because come on, we all have do I sound crazy or something? Is it showing? Jack Daniels are down. Supposed to do that's, a, that's <laughs> chill the action. That's what you're supposed to do on chill the action. It's chill. We're, we're all oh, doing what we have to do to survive. <laughs> okay, just check it, Frank. You know, let I let it pass. I just want to make sure. You know, I can't call us out for that. Yeah. And yet, yeah, Jake, I know nobody really wants that, but no, not at all. Please, that will I. Uh, most of the crew here knows that I am very much against kicking someone off of the pod uh, while they're on, but I will quickly kick you <laughs> off of this stream if you try to mukbang or ASMR <laughs> in my presence. I am not a fan. Janine, you have been in the podcasting game for a little while. Are you a fan of any ASMR or mukbang? Um, well, not particularly, but Morgan, he, he uh, he's a huge fan of ASMR. It helps him. You know, he has some kind of you know, so that helps. That has like been a huge thing for him that he shared with me. That he loves the ASMR community, so yeah. And it does help. There are plenty of people that ASMR does help with, and and just to ease anxiety and and different things like that. Totally, but food, I my personally cannot hear people eat food. Ugh. Coming soon now to PLD Projects. I'll have at least one listener, so there or one watcher. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon's always got my back. I love that man. He's the best. He's the best. <laughs> what kind of wine are you drinking? Um, it's, it's kind of ghetto wine. It's not like fancy. It's I a love red. I love not a, a specific thing. It's just red blend. That's nice. <laughs> It's a little That's sweet. Nice. And I'm out of beers. So that's kind of my, you know, this, this, this quarantine has kind of made me a little bit of an alcoholic. I'm going to say, I mean, just boredom has made me drink more than I've ever drank in my whole life. So, I mean, I guess that's 
fine, but I gotta say, Kim is Kim. My wife said the same thing. She said that she's like, it's amazing how much alcohol she's gone through. She's gonna be right? going to rehab after this thing's over. Exactly. Brandon yells at me to drink more water. I, I drink water and then I go back to the alcohol. So I mean, it's right that back. Count? Does that count? I, I'll yeah. try it. It's yeah. That's the safe way to drink, is what I've heard. Exactly. Whatever you need to do. Whatever you need to do. I say as I fall off my chair. And <laughs> <laughs> a cookie or frozen pizza. Hole. Oh wait, where <laughs> was that before? I kind of were, Brandon. Yes, you were. So maybe nothing has changed there. <laughs> maybe he's doing. Christian has asked about exhibition matches that we need. I would love to do a, a drunk exhibition match. To fill the hole we need. We don't have the IG tournament. We're going to instead have an exhibition match. We have a drunk match where everybody will have fun. That sounds exactly like Exactly. I mean, I'm always calling for a rom-com match, but a drunk one would definitely be my second. A drunk rom-com match. Like, when it was going to, like, when they were asking for actual exhibition matches in studio, my little dream was to do an exhibition match, play against Drew or with Drew, because I mean, like Drew and Makuka, oh, oh my gosh, like rom-coms. I would have loved to play against them. I would have done this whole she's all that entrance, come out in the red dress. You know, I would have been hesitant. I would have come out just yet and be like, Janine in the machine, <laughs> then come out. Like, how <laughs> they do it? <laughs> Get your cute butt down here. And then I would have come out, you know, Freddie Prince Jr. is a friend of the show, former Schmodown competitor. They could have got him to come out, you know. Oh, yeah, 100%. that was my whole little, that's my Schmodown dream, to do an exhibition rom-coms match, have Freddie Prince Jr. come out, do a whole she's all that thing. Yeah. Live that dream. That's just like a normal dream for me. Like, Freddie Prince Jr. come out and just recreate a she's all that scene with me. Oh, my God. Yeah, I'm done. Thank you. Good night. You know what? We should develop a, a drinking game. I think that'd be perfect. I think Robert Parker, that's a great idea. We should talk about that. Uh, I've seen uh, a drunk Robert Parker. He's he's great. He's really fun. Well, oh, Jillian's yeah. going to provide the Jameson, like I guess she always does. and I, That's why I love her. I do that. I love her before. I didn't, like, we love a Jillian over here. And then Brandon, always has a strategy from Brandon. Pretend to be drunk and just <laughs> clean up in that match. Easiest victory ever. <laughs> Sneaky, Brandon. Hotman's always got strategies. You never know what he's up to. So. <laughs> well, I feel like that should be the time to break into the next segment on Chill to Action. One of our, well, our, we only have two, we don't have too many segments, but one of my favorites. <laughs> we do this or that. And uh, if you haven't seen this or that before, where have you been? But I will give Jenny in the machine choices between two, sometimes three things, and she will get to choose between them. She can ask me for clarification if she'd like. She can clarify it herself. It's really up to her. I'm just here to give you two things, and you just give us an answer. So with that being said, I always have a couple of ones that we do every week. And, of course, some are going to be tailor-made for you, especially one specific one uh, that's going to be tailor-made for you. I think we discussed at one point or another. <laughs> First one we'll bring up is the one we always start with. And I know the answer to this, but I want to hear it loud and proud anyway. Team Guy or Team Trader? He's in my faction. He's the first Action Army guy I met. Andrew Guy. I'm a guy girl. <laughs> right answer. And we can continue with the show now with you on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
The only correct answer. It is the only, yeah. that is very true. The only correct answer. Now, next we will have Catwoman or Harley Quinn. Ooh, that's tough. Catwoman is the reason I love Batman Returns and why yeah. that's my favorite Batman movie. But Holly's my girl. Tell Mr. J. <laughs> you did some impressions. That was pretty damn good. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking, oh, we'll stay in that category. I'll even throw Harley Quinn while we put up Harley. No, no, I'll switch up. Instead of Harley Quinn and Misty Knight, I'll do Catwoman or Misty Knight. Ooh. Ooh. Wow, Paul's pulling them in. I know. This is what I do. I'm an asshole when it comes to this. And you know why I'm an asshole? Because I'm not the answer. I got to celebrate, you know, my black female icons. And she's got the robotic arm. Oh! That makes sense to me. Absolutely. And yes, she does have a sweet Harley costume. That's very true. And yes, I know, Jake. Thank you. Yeah. You just wait. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Live event or studio play? Well, I talked about my love for the Gotta Go Live event. That energy of the crowd was seeing. Um, yes. I hope every Schmodown competitor gets to experience that. Um, it was amazing. So live for sure. Okay. Cool. Um, actually, I, this is a, I'm going to pinch. I'm going to throw an audible on this one because Jake did send me a picture. So I'm going to say which shirt is better. Oh, my gosh. God. The one we're wearing here. <laughs> <laughs> which, in case anybody can't see clearly, is that picture. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, that picture. Oh <laughs> They're both pretty epic, but I, I have to go with the first because it was my birthday. So... Yeah. That really was. <laughs> Let's see if oh Luke Luke. <laughs> That'll always be the birthday shirt for me. So, Perfect. Yeah, Abby says hello. Janine. Love an Abby here. Love an Abby. Oh my gosh, I just saw the TikTok that you, Abby, and Christina did recently. I'm not jealous. I'm not jealous. <laughs> Bad bitches link up. Yes. <laughs> Love them. Big shout out to Abby and Christina. How about our tried and true question of poutine or loaded fries? Okay, well, I am Canadian. <laughs> I was born in Canada. I'm still a citizen of Canada. I did not grow up there, but I've been back many a time because my grandma had aunts and uncles who live there. Um, so I'm gonna stick with my, uh, you know, my my place of birth and say poutine. <laughs> Fair enough. I can't argue again. If you're Canadian, you kind of get, get that. Get that. <laughs> well, on the poutine side of this, it's so good. It's so I like good. poutine. I like gravy. I like gravy and cheese. Cheese, yes. Sorry, Roxy. Sorry, Roxy. The cheese. Is so I know. Good. Sorry, Roxy. Oh, I love cheese. 
Exactly. That's what keeps the machine going. All right. How about in nickname warfare, the hot man or the switchblade? <laughs> Ooh, um, <laughs> I gotta go with hot man. Hot man, hundred percent. Hot man. I mean, a typo turned into this like global phenomenon. Oh my god. <laughs> fair enough. Fair enough. I know another one of Jake's shining moments. It was indeed. <laughs> Jake had a lot of those uh, right? moments. We'll just call them moments. We'll be nice. Moments. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Jake. Sponsored by Bud Light. Uh, and <laughs> losing uh, credit card in random places, and whatever well whiskey you what? have behind the bar, let me get 45. 50, let me get 50 of them. 50. It is true, Jake's impact uh, is strongly felt. Uh, I took one of his shots that he likes to take get for everybody, and that made me very no, that's, that's also <laughs> a, a knock on Jake. So, I will never take one of your. Your fancy <laughs> shot to get for people because I was fine until I had your shot. And I was very, <laughs> I, it was very annoying. I was sitting on Rachel's lap <laughs> and being very annoying. <laughs> you are not the only one to say that. Uh, I don't know about the Rachel's lap, I don't know about, but as far as Jake's shots, you're not the only one to say that. I will give you Guaranteed. <laughs> Half of the showdown community can say that about Jake, actually. Yes, he's made them do some dumb things from his shots that he likes oh, to get over there. Too. <laughs> favorite Jake losing. In fact, well, let's just say this: the fact that Lucas said my favorite Jake losing his credit card story because there's more than one time is when he repeated not his pocket after thirty to sixty minutes of credit card. That one New York weekend, my birthday weekend with the action show. Yes, two times he lost it. That one weekend. <laughs> I lost my credit card that weekend also. Oh, that sucked. It does suck. Yeah. It does. <laughs> okay. He was busy eating somebody's ass. And I lost it. <laughs> Grab a spoon, Jake. Grab a spoon. <laughs> <laughs> Jake is awesome. Yeah, we know. We know Jake is awesome. We get it. We get it. But we gotta we gotta give him some love. You know how that goes. Yeah. That, you know, that's a good question, Kev. How did anyone drink that night when he lost his credit card? Because it happened at the end of the night. It happened at the end of the night. So that's why it worked out. And there. See, he does salute you for getting the credit card back. That's right. You were the savior. You were the savior. Not me, mine is gone. <laughs> uh yeah, you're so That's true. It was Rachel, wasn't it? That was credit card. Uh, Dwayne, yes, that'd be Jake at this point because he. Of course, he wants to know that. Come to the next tea party, Dwayne, and you'll find out who's eating ass. <laughs> nice. Uh, all right, let's see. Okay, now we kind of touched base on this. You said it was harder being a heel. What do you prefer to to be a face or a heel? I mean, I actually, like, even though I think I was not a great heel, I had fun challenging myself with that. I had fun trying to be that. I mean, today I was out in my yard drinking wine and looking through old videos, and I found some videos of me really trying to be heel and talking a bunch of shit. And it was actually kind of funny. So I'd say heel just because I, 
I had fun challenging myself in that way. That makes sense. I, that's what I would say too. I love playing the heal myself. So uh, yes. not that I do ever, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Kevin Smith wants to know, show of hands, who here is not wearing pants? <laughs> I can probably do it on chilled actions. Just We're like, a pantless, pantless podcast. Yeah, you know, black shirt, no pants, no problem. <laughs> exactly. All right, uh, I got here's a good one. This is actually a four. So this is this or that, this or that, this or that, or this or that. Okay. Biggest snafu in Schmodown history is it KO and Flash? Ooh. Is it Kevin and Don't Tell Peter? Is it Roca with Bespin or Jane Fonda? Or is it Jake Yakovetta saying that Janine is not part of the Action Army? <laughs> I mean, Jake is so tempting. How dare you bait me with that? I would never vote against Kevin. He's my boy. I wouldn't either. I'm oh. trying to push you in a good way. I mean, if, if you're going to play the video, I'm going to say Mike. <laughs> I kind of want to. Well, if that's the case, if you're going to say Mike, then I'll play the video. Oh, no. <laughs> Flesh on Mr. Sam Jones. And like that, he's gone. He's gone. <laughs> And by that request, is one of the usual suspects. It's perfect. Yes, Mike. Mike, for sure. <laughs> and she agrees with you. It is sad. It was so confident. He did a little song. It was so cute. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Mike, all the way. <laughs> uh, speaking of that, Kevin did say, Sam Levine told him after the win that he should love it part of the journey so he doesn't cringe and kevin is glad i'm glad you don't cringe anymore because you've definitely made up for it by now so <laughs> reigning intergame champion kevin after smets he absolutely absolutely <laughs> That is a funny story where the ET targets were buried in the desert. I like that. That's true. Okay. Uh, well, that actually leads to our next question. Well, Kevin's coming up with a question for you. Uh, the next question, I'm bringing it back, is a question we haven't asked in a long time. Um, oh, I'm going to bring it back. I might add a little twist to it. Uh, the podcast used to love this question. So where to go with it? Do we choose a gaping chest wound or Jake Yalcavetta? So I'm going to go Bibiani here and say, Jake Yacovetta with a gaping chest wound. <laughs> Perfect. Officially ass, the I'm best. Be eating, apparently. <laughs> Maybe we actually should change it to Jake Yacovetta with a gaping ass wound. Yes, do that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah, you got it out, Jake. That, that's what it is. That is what it is. I don't think I can actually top that anymore. <laughs> no, I mean, we, we thought we retired the gaping chest wound, but I think now we did. <laughs> okay, I do have a two more I'll go with here. How about your Schmodown debut? Yes. Or your action movie anatomy debut? Ooh. Um, well, my 
Slowdown debut. It came after me watching Black Panther for the first time, which is a huge deal for me. My brother was there. He was like my first geeky friend. So that was kind of a big special deal. Um, fun fact, he actually walked in on Bonnie Somerville in the bathroom because she didn't lock the door. So we always joke that that flustered her and that's why I won. But, but um, yeah. Whatever it takes, right? Whatever it takes. <laughs> Whatever it takes. Um, I got us. I love our boys, and that was really special. And I got to do that with my best bud, Brandon, the hot man, Hannah. So I'm going to say action movie anatomy. That's perfectly <laughs> fine answer on this channel. I know that. So I was loving that. one of my favorite episodes of AMA of all time. So I will give you that. Uh, Kevin has a question for you uh, before okay. we end this or that. I'll throw it in there now. What is your favorite behind the scene moment that's not on camera? Ooh. Ah. That's a thinker. Um, probably my reaction. I wasn't in the room when Guy was playing Dan Merle. I was out in the kind of like open area and they had like a screen up playing that match mm -hmm. and cut this out of the match. But when Guy like is really digging into Dan and he says, I'm so hard right now. And he just like you, like the camera is completely on Dan. And Guy's feet just like cross right in front of Dan's face. And he says, I am so hard right now. Seeing that was epic, and I'm so sad yeah. they cut it out, but yes, that was a beautiful, beautiful moment. <laughs> I have heard of that moment before, and I keep hoping that somewhere somebody has cut. that on video. There's, a, there's, a, there's, the, there's the Drew Guy hard cut is released somewhere. <laughs> Release the guy cut. <laughs> Release the guy cut. Yes, that is the best <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kevin says that is yeah, amazing. The camera was completely on Dan. You can't even see Guy. And then he says that, and you just see his feet cross, cross, <laughs> right in front of Dan's face. <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Take care, Robert, and have a great night. I love it. We all love you here. So take care. Good night. Um, I'm Arlington Square, boy. I love you, Robert. <laughs> Oh, that leads me to a question, actually, not this or that, but because of your your heart, your favorite hard moment there. <laughs> what is the favorite match that, you, that you've seen that you weren't a part of? Was that one it, or is there a different one that you like better? Um, I do really love the Guy versus Dan match. I mean, I think no one was, everyone was underestimating Guy. He was the pure underdog pure underdog moment in that match and him just pulling it out and having that moment with the cerulean and all of that. That's that, my that really, favorite I'm a rom-com girl, of course, everybody knows. Yeah, I think Guy versus Dan Merle is pretty epic in my heart for sure. Yeah. I mean, I do really love Mike versus Kevin. Um, That's right. The first one, just because I was so invested in that match at that point, like me and Kevin had kind of become really good friends, and I was like pulling for him. And any of Brandon's matches, I'm always like super anxious, like oh my god. Um, but uh, yeah, I think the guy versus uh, Dan match was very unexpected, a super surprise, some really crazy moments. Um, definitely one of my faves. 
I agree. There's never, there's, there's never a, a, there's never a dull moment in that. Never a wrong answer with that, that answer. I'd actually like one of my favorite parts about it. It was the Patreon behind the scenes we got of that. When we see Eric kind of flashes around the room, and you see that all the audience doing the same thing, going, "What the yeah. fuck is happening right like, now?" Christian doesn't know what the fuck to do. It's like, physically gets uncomfortable. He's like, was not expecting that at all. That's the best part of that match is watching Christian's reactions to it. <laughs> They're genuine, like, what the fuck is going on right now? And then Drew gets to dance at the end after he leaves. He's like, and Brad just kind of spins the camera. To, you see Drew behind this. He's just going, I can't dance again. Andrew Brian jumping on the table might be like my absolute favorite one second of the Schmodown. Mark having to tell him, hey, guy, don't stand on the table. Like, be an adult. Like, <laughs> getting turned into dad, Mark Ellis. Like, that was fun to see as well. <laughs> I love the answer to the question. Like, Child 44. Boom! It comes out. Oh, my we'll God. That, is, that whole moment is like, oh, man. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Kevin does say, the first one, what the fuck? <laughs> Yes. My friend at that time, like we were officially friends, and I was so invested in it. I had your back a hundred percent. So that's why just the intensity of that match and me being so invested at that point made it even better for me. So even though you lost, I was invested and I, I like being super invested in a match. So Fair that's enough. why the first is, is that. Okay, I have one more this or that I'll do, and it's kind of a, a little bit of an elaborate one. Um, it's kind of take a little thought, I think, in a way. Got to ask you to forget something, but it has to do with Ghostbusters. You're a big Ghostbusters fan, as you've made it. Obviously, we had the 2000, whatever it was, 16 reboot, whatever. Yeah, and then now we have the upcoming more sequel one. If you hadn't seen the 2016 one, which avenue would you have been more excited for? You lay that on table. You had the one that could reboot with the females, or you had the sequelitis with the children of. It seems like the grandchildren of, or children of the originals, with possible connections to the originals. Which avenue would you have rather gone down? I think number one, just because it would have been connected to the original. This new one, like they made it clear, it was not connected. Um. And I love that it's connected. I like that, you know, Egon, he's the best. I mean, Winston obviously is my favorite Ghostbuster. Like he is the audience perspective. Yeah, he doesn't get enough to do, but he is the audience perspective. I'm lucky enough to go to a Ghostbusters fan expo and get to see interviews with these people and see Winston actually, or Ernie Hudson about how, you know, years later he didn't think this was a big deal. And then, people of color coming up to him and telling him, you know, your performance in this movie meant a lot to me. Mm -hmm. And you, know, you being in was really important to me as a black actor. He told this whole story about that. And it turned out the actor who was talking to him was a young Denzel Washington. Because he had been on an episode of Denzel Washington show. Wow. Like he did this like doctor show years ago when he was younger and he wasn't a big star yet. Um, so yeah, like, I think the one that's connected to the original would definitely be my um, 
preference because I love the original. The, like the main reason I love the original is because as a little kid, that was the first time I heard my name, Janine, in a film. Wow. So that was super exciting for me as like a kid who was developing her love of movies. Um, so yeah, definitely the one that's connected to the original for sure. Fair enough. Now, actually, I want to do one audible, Danny. I did forget a question that I had thought about. Um, I remember. Your segment, Paul, go for it. I remember um, that back in the day when we had an interview, I'm kind of, I might be misremembering a little bit, but I remember, I'll try to try to bring this back. We had an interview on Chilled Action with Rachel Cushing. And you made a comment in the chat about how important it was the development of females and people of color within the Schmodown and how important it was to you to see them. And I couldn't put the chat up on the screen because we had scrolled by too fast and then it was a different segment that didn't feel right. And I remember apologizing to you after I actually messaged you going, I'm so sorry because it is such an important topic. I really think you should get a chance. I felt so bad. I want to give you the floor now to be able to, it's months later, but let me make it up to you and tell me all about how Rachel Cushing and Brianne and everything else had helped develop that into females in the Shmoda, how many people of color in the Shmoda and how important it was to you and the floor is yours. Please tell me about it. I want to hear about it. I've written an article in the Shmodana just about how diversity was something I hadn't really seen in the Shmodana. Like when I came into it, it was something that was purely dominated by kind of white males in fan base and in competitors. Okay. And so seeing more female competitors, you know, I came into it following a white male. Um, but then once kind of watching it, I saw Rachel, I saw, you know, Miss Movies, I saw Stacy, I saw more female competitors kind of shining and doing awesome things that I really loved. Um, and the day I even competed, Winston, well, that was his first match. And Devon, that was his first match. So I was like, and I had just like Panther the day before. So I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> this is like a big historical moment for me. So, I mean, to be kind of like a black female competitor who's kind of representing something has always made the Shmoda mean more for me. Um, so even though, you know, you know, I've had losses and whatever, I always feel like I'm re representing something that is not really seen in a fan base in a community that's mostly white male dominated. Um, so I take that really seriously. Um, and just seeing people like Rachel and Miss Movies and Stacey Howard, those were kind of the big female characters that broke out and did some amazing things and showed that, that like, it's not just a guy's thing. Um, they encouraged me leaps and bounds to really invest in this as much as I have. And while I haven't maybe delivered on, you know, the wins or whatever, I still take that seriously to represent uh, a community that maybe doesn't get to shine that much. So yeah, like that's really important to me to be one of the first black female personas in the showdown in a thing that's like super male white dominated to kind of show just another perspective on this whole awesome thing that is the showdown. Absolutely, 100%. I completely agree, especially as uh, as a person of color myself watching uh, like having another female on not even just a person of color but just a female in general 
on the showdown and kind of uh, playing the way that you've been playing and doing the things that you've been doing inside of the showdown has been not only entertaining but inspiring in a in a lot of ways. So definitely big like everything that's being put up on screen right now like clap 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 because um you have um helped paved pave a way that um i think a lot of people don't necessarily see so there's a this big long working track in the showdown and uh we all know that there is definitely room for more representation but i think that um what you've been doing and what other women inside of the showdown have been doing and uh, particularly the women of color that have been doing things inside of the Schmodown have been great. And uh, I'm always super pumped and super happy to see it. And that is why I will always and forever 100% be a supporter in every single way. And like, not even at that, like just putting all of that stuff aside, like I, I anytime we get ready for chill, like I always go back and watch matches. And I watched all of your and I watched all of your matches recently, and it's not like I understand that your record is where your record is, but it's not like you got there and everyone was like putting you in the dust. Like you take everyone to round three. Like there, like there's most of your matches are all the way down to round three to question five and all of that. And so it's just that that it's not even it's not even that you're a great competitor you're a great player i've had the wonderful opportunity to hang out with you on a personal level from time to time and uh, most of the entire time that you were doing while we were hanging out with a big group of people was basically studying for the schmodown so it was a lot it was a lot of fun and um so, and I, I think that having that tiny bit of personal time has always allowed me to understand you as a player on a different sort of level, to know that you work extremely hard for everything that you've been doing inside of the showdown. Thank you so, so much for saying I don't, my record doesn't reflect that, but um, just kind of, I was looking at Frank's stats from last season and like, I was kind of in the top 10 of a lot of those things. And I was mm -hmm. just like, what? Like I did that? Like, so, I mean, I put the work in, I try really hard. That's why the Riley loss was so hard for me because that was like studying harder than I've ever studied before, putting my all into it and I still didn't get there. And then I just kind of let the whole, oh, she's overrated kind of talk kind of creep into my head. Um, but despite all of that, people are allowed their opinions. That is perfectly fine. But, you know, I know who, the, what I put into this. I know how much I care about this. And, you know, I try my best every time. Like I am literally a machine. I do not stop. I'm going to keep going, pushing forward. And yeah, like I, and I, I really am cognizant of what I represent. Like that was something, you know, me and Jay as both, you know, black people, we were definitely, that was a big thing with us really trying to represent that aspect and bring that into the showdown because knowing that that was all, all basically all things. So we were really, that was something we were cognizant of going into this, really trying to shine. And if not, you know, get the wins at least, you know, put a stamp in our way on the Schmodown for sure. Yep, absolutely. I do I do kind of want to say that I do feel like 
Um, sorry to get a tiny bit controversial for a quick second, but like, I do want to say that anyone that has kind of put down your importance or your relevance and just your skill set inside of the league and, and doesn't put you at like a, at a specific player who has had an impact on the game definitely does have a different sort of mindset because as a female that watches the Schmodown, watching you as a female is a big impact for me. And that makes a difference. And you're a great player inside of this game. So I think anyone who calls you overrated just just doesn't get how important you are to the I'm going to go with something stronger here. If anybody calls you overrated, they can shut the fuck up as far as I'm concerned. And you're going to have the whole action army at your back. We'll take them out in the streets. We're going to tar them up like a feather and tar them. Beat them like the dogs that they are. You are not overrated. You are underrated, if anything. Your impact is amazing. Your skill set is amazing. Your wins will come. Your championship level material will come. Kiss my ass and shut the fuck up. I'm done. I'm done with it. I'm done with it. I don't get heated much, but that makes me heated. Fuck off. <laughs> get off the get off the get off of it. It's all over. The action oh, army. I was worried about like being seen as like, you know, I'm a heel, I'm a black female. Am I gonna be this black crazy woman stereotype? Are the like the white men who are like the full kind of aspect of this one gonna embrace me? So those were all kind of concerns I had coming into this. And then, you know, there are people who think what they think, and that's fine. I get it. I understand it. But seeing the majority kind of embrace me and my character and me as a Black woman has been really inspiring and keeps me going in this 100%, because I do really care about representation and doing my best. And, you know, I want to be like the first Black female champion or the first Black female to do anything in anything. Like, that is a huge... Kind of, I take that shit so seriously. So, yeah, thank you guys and so you much. Should. Absolutely <laughs> should. And that's it. Thank you. I apologize that it took us five months to get that <laughs> chat question up in the air. We'll do it live in person instead. And thank you for doing that for me. And I apologize. <laughs> well, thank you. With that being said, <laughs> with that being said, Jenny, is it time for uh, getting ready for the chat questions at this point? Do you think, Jenny? Right. It is getting ready for the chat questions and um, Facebook. So before we get into the chat questions, I just want to uh, get into the Facebook questions really quickly uh, just to make sure that we get this Facebook questions in. I'm sorry. I accidentally X'd out of that link <laughs> because all of my notifications were going off and that sound kept going off. And I was like, oh, no, let me X out of here. Well, like, why is she looking up? We're going to take a salute and shot. To Janine, I'll take a well, not shot, a, a salute, a drink, as you will. Everybody drink. There's a drinking game for you. Everybody drink. Everybody drink. Everyone take a drink. And if Frank is curious, the bottle is almost empty. I expect that to be done by the time we're done. Yes. <laughs> All right. I have a question. All right. So Janine, from our Facebook page, also make sure that if you all are here, uh, go and like our Facebook page. We have one. It's there. Like it. Use it. So uh, first question from Megan McCurley, Dr. Megs. Love big Megan. friend of the show. Thanks, Megs. Janine, do you have a favorite place or time of day to work on your art? 
Um, it's usually, you know, I'm an insomniac, so it's usually like the wee hours of the night, like midnight. And I kind of love when I'm in a headspace when I work on something all night. And then I look at the clock and it's like four or five in the morning. Um, I know it's kind of ridiculous, but um, yeah, it sucks not being able to sleep. But if I'm doing something productive and it's something that I love and I love that something inspires me that much to be working on it so much that I don't realize what time it is, I kind of love that. So yeah, I think like midnight to four or five in the morning, those are kind of the most productive, really like intense hours of a design for me because I know I'm really into it. I really love what I'm doing. Um, I'm really focused. So nice. yeah. That's a great answer. From our lovely Alex Shawshek, member of the Call to Action crew, Alex asks, what movie do you draw most artistic inspiration from? That's a great one. Great question, Alex. Um, I love Batman the Animated Series. That dark deco style has been a huge inspiration for a lot of things I do. So I'm going to say Batman of the Phantasm because that is just another part of that series. Um, That style of art, art art deco is definitely my favorite style of design. Um, And just the things that they were doing that series, the kind of simple, clean, um, you know, glossy you know, era style of what the art they were doing in that Batman the Animated Series show. It's definitely a huge inspiration for a lot of the things I do. So I would probably say yes, Batman Mask of the Phantasm because it's just an extended version of the Batman Animated Series, which I absolutely love. Nice. That's a great one. Very nice. All right, last question from the Facebook page from... uh, uh, Action Army General, Oscar Romo. <laughs> I got to screen these questions before I start talking. <laughs> Has Jake Yacovetta finally considered you an OG Action Army member? <laughs> Jake? Um, well, yeah, like we talked about Jake was telling me to eat his ass yesterday. <laughs> so I have a couple presents for him. Let me, let me just get those out. Oh, Jake! <laughs> I mean, I'm not an actor, but obviously you are. So enjoy these presents. Oh my! Shot fired. Shots <laughs> all the way fired. Guns are blazing here on I think he did that on a live stream saying that Janine the Machine is not Action Army. Like, really, yeah. dude? No. He did. Well, yeah. Let's say the funny part about the whole thing is how everybody else in the room just kind of went, You? What? The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Jake. Oh, that was not good. <laughs> that's funny. Even Ben no, and Drew. Like, I, I saw it. Like as soon as I saw it, I was just like, "Oh, that's not." That's I'm not sure good. if you if you watch that stream back, I'm like, "What?" Really loud in the background. 
go find that. That is a fun episode, uh, an episode from Action Movie of uh, the Action Unfiltered, I believe it was. So that was a fun night. What a fun night, Action House. One of my favorite memories of that weekend when me, Janine, and Brandon and Saul, after that night, stayed up to like the wee hours talking Star Wars and. Huge Star Wars person, but I was like, okay, yeah, I'm getting it. I'm getting it. <laughs> like, I don't know anything. <laughs> Frank Oz is coming up. That's the most I know about anything fancy, but I'm, I'm into it. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. All right. So we want to do the plugs first now, Danny, before we actually go to the yeah, chat question. Absolutely right. Thank you so much, Paul. All right, chat. So um, heads up really quickly. We're going to start bringing in the chat questions because we have our one, our only, our lovely Miss Kelsey Kirkland. Kelsey hanging out in the background. She's checking out your chat questions. She's going to put them on screen for us. If you do not see yours popping up on screen, make sure that you bring it back. Bring it back. That back. is true because sometimes they go far away and she can't get them back. Again. And we cannot get them because StreamYard is what StreamYard is. So if for whatever reason you don't see your chat question, uh, just make sure that you get it back in there. And then Kelsey or Paul will make sure that Janine sees it. So get your chat questions in right now. Janine, get ready because this guy is going to ask you some stuff. And um, we'll get into it right now. So let's get Started it with our plugs. <laughs> Gotta keep you on track sometimes. You stopped pouring and I saw what you did. I was like, oh, right. bring it around, bring it around. Here we go. Okay, well, I'll quarantine. I'll, <laughs> I'll plug our next couple of chills we got coming on. Uh, we've scheduled it, we always try to schedule it out far enough in advance, and uh, um, seems to work pretty well. So uh, next week on Chilled Action, we have a first-time guest, a very new favorite character in this showdown. His second biggest, second big character. We got Lon the Delinquent Harris coming on, and that should be fun. Uh, actually, as someone who's had like two successful characters in this, with the Professor and then the Delinquent, that's it's just a great uh, switch he's had. So I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and then the week after that, we got Janine's former tag team partner. Big time Ethan Irwin gonna be coming on. How awesome is that, right? I miss you, Ethan. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> oh. It makes me sad. I we do were so get our stride and then we lost. That's what I'm saying. I think that's a tag team that was stopped before its time. It we lost by one point. Like, come on, we were one point behind that whole match. We were and so good. And then that whole that uh, like that whole match was just like the so insane to see the way that it went. It was just, oh, okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's because okay. Ethan didn't want to study animated films. Damn it, <laughs> Damn it, Ethan. We'll eventually, he'll eventually get there, but a little too late. Too little too late for you, yeah. for, for the machine. machine. Um, but either way. And uh, I will say, I, I will, uh, she's in the chat right now. We actually haven't crossed, like, signed the dotted line, but we've agreed on time. Danny agreed. The week after that will be Miss Movies Brianne Chandler. As long as everything goes right. I'll add that, that caveat because you know, no quarantine and homeschool and everything else. But that is what we discussed. We hopefully have Miss Movies on at that point. So check us out. Okay. Keep hitting that subscribe button. Come see us every Monday night. You have to try to bring the breast of the schmodown to you guys as well. So. 
And that is right. Uh, um, Paul and I do chill together, and um, I don't do much else with C2A other than chill. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on the Twitters and all of that good stuff. But for uh, channel-wise, that is um, all that I have to plug. I know that there's a Schmobates thing coming up. What Schmobates is coming up? Um, Alex in the chat or Paul. It is a great one this week. It is a great one. I know it we is. We have Don Roca going up against mm -hmm. William the Beast Bibiani. Okay. Right. loud one. Is, I'm going to put my earplugs in. That is going. Yeah. To be a loud one, yes, absolutely. How do I feel like it's gonna be louder than RMB? That's his video, true. Absolutely. <laughs> um, what else? I know there's more base coming up soon. She I'll let Alex announce that she's day. Um, and then I don't know what else we have for the rest of the week coming we'll up. I've called live definitively. Triple A is a show we do every once in a week. But uh, I have I have not had a confirmation from Dylan or from Nat yet. So uh, we don't know that. Can we get a Miss Movies Chill to Action? Yeah, in three weeks? Yeah, two three weeks. weeks. Three weeks. Uh, well, one, two, three. There you oh, go. So yeah. I love you, oh, Brian. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we definitely. That's for sure. Yeah. Well, that's actually now a little behind the scenes. Actually, has been in the works for a while. We were going to have her on, I believe, in December. And then schedule didn't end up working out right. So we had the delay. So it's a long time coming. But we had her now coming around town. And we'll have Brianna, Brianna on chill. So. Oh my gosh, chill. If Frank is still there, I finished my bottle, Frank. This is all of <laughs> ah, it. We did it. That means that, oh man, December, what, like, it, I was just about to say this to Paul right now. Like, December was such a shit show for so much stuff. I'm I'm sure not only just for me in my life, but like for everyone else, but for right. chill in general, like for chill, like it, Paul and I getting stuff for December was such a it was shit tough. show. It was definitely a little tough, I'm not gonna lie. Was December was so much fun. Paul, I'm gonna kill you. That's fine. There, behind the scenes, we're done. <laughs> Right, chat, get right. questions in. Kelsey, my love, we are ready for those chat questions. All right. right on. Danny Coase, our own Danny Coase, best animated band, Powerline or Josie and the Pussycats? Oof, I love Josie and the Pussycats. They got the, they got the Valerie, black representation. That's a huge thing with me. Mm, mm. But, uh, I mean, Tevin Campbell, he is the voice of Powerline, the voice, the singing voice of Powerline. I gotta go Powerline. I love a goofy movie. Powerline is the best. I could sing those songs in my sleep. Powerline, for sure. Speaking of which, you never even talked about your singing. I love your singing. Oh, thank you. All right, Megs, was the Looney Bin, the time machine match, difficult to stay in character? Most entertaining match of the tournament. Thank you. That was a very fun match. It was hard to stay in character. Me and Video Drew kind of talked about things before. So when she was handing me all these random machine parts, I thought it was absolutely hilarious. It was definitely difficult to stay in character. But I, I was able to kind of turn to her and look at her crazy and say, exterminate. <laughs> 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 but that was probably, even though we lost, that was probably the most fun I've ever had in a match for sure. 
Um, so yes, I will always love Tom and Video Drew for just making that match fun and silly and crazy. And we got the line, how do you spell cat, Christian? Oh, that was like, so that is probably the best way to express how easy you think a question is. Um, <laughs> yes. Um, we, we did not we did not win. That was probably the funnest match I've ever played. So definitely loved that match for sure. Okay. Next question. I want to bring up one little thing, a little plug from the chat as soon as my computer is shocking. Well, my computer is shocking up. Alice wanted to bring up that it's a perfect time to actually mention this, that she's going to be going on her show with Video Drew um, doing <laughs> Video Drew, speaking of Video Drew, and speaking of Josie and the Pussycats. There is, she's got a show called Cinema Bias. Thank you. Chatting with tomorrow with Josie and the Pussycats with Video Drew. So that's a good show for Alex. If you want to do that, that would be greatly appreciated by us. Yes. Love Alex. So I, I randomly popped on to Video Drew and uh, Nerd Chronics, one of their crazy quizzes, uh, on Scott Pilgrim, and I won. So that was really fun. So go check that out. Hey. And my competitor, we were like toe to toe the whole time. And then we, you know, we had to have the barbarian throw some crazy questions in there just to like shake it up because we were like right on the same level the whole time. Right. And I eventually won. So, yes, I know Scott Pilgrim very well. Doesn't mean I could compete in inner gigs from Kevin Smets, but. Uh, <laughs> I won. Uh, he like I think it was like fifty-one for fifty, fifty-one questions I got in that Scott Pilgrim video drew match. So, nice. yeah, they do some fun quizzes over there. Um, and uh, I think it's tomorrow. But happy birthday, Eric or Nerd Chronic. Yes. Happy birthday! You are amazing. You do some awesome promos. You are the best. I think I met him at a screening of Ready Player One, and then I invited him to come to some screenings, and that's how him and Christian met, and that was a whole thing. Oh. And now he is the best fucking promo person in the Schmodown. So thank you so much, Eric. You were the best. I love you, and happy early birthday. So oh, we have you. We have you to thank for the great promos we get in this movie. Well, that's what good. he says, so I guess I'll take credit for that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, cheers, Eric. Happy early birthday, Eric Kernard Chronic. Happy early love birthday, you. Eric. Woo! Eric is a friend of the show. We love Eric here on Chill and all that shit as well. So, and also, Nico says happy birthday to Jen Kemp, also. Yes, well. happy, happy birthday, birthday to well. Jen Kemp. Jen Kemp, I love you. Finally got to meet her at Free For All last year. She was she was uh, Captain Marvel and I was Nick Fury, so it was perfect. Perfect, perfect. I love it. Perfect. Yes. Okay, General Brandon Buckingham, in honor of the class action video, which was me, Jarvie, as I said earlier, me, Jarvie, Rachel Silverstreet, and PJ this Campbell. Shows no one watches. We, so no one watches. Hey, we had actually a cast action <laughs> yesterday. I had some people in the chat that stayed up till four in the morning with me. You didn't watch it because you fell asleep. I did. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> My old co-host betrays me. No, I felt really bad because I really oh, no. didn't watch it. I did. I did. They got a knife somewhere in my back here. I reach. I know. But, <laughs> but in honor of class action yesterday, which we ranked the Kevin Smith viewers universe very viewers universe movies, what is your favorite Kevin Smith movie? I'm not a super aficionado like Rachel Silvestrini, but my favorite. Kevin Smith movie is Dogma for sure. I love how they kind of play with the whole religious aspects. I plan on forcing Morgan to watch these movies in a religious kind of comedies uh, series on the show. Uh, 
So that's definitely my plan in the future. But I love dogma so much. Like, no matter what religion you are, it kind of plays with those ideas really fun. Yeah. And David Ben Affleck, it's really funny. Chris Rock, I absolutely love dogma so much. I mean, Alanis Morissette is God. How can you hate that? So, uh, yes. I and love Alan Rickman. That. And Alan Rickman. Right? Oh, he's, so good. he's so good. So, yes, I love dogma yes. so much. Me and Rachel made Brandon watch that a couple months ago. Um, I hope he loved it. But yes. Um, yes, Doc is my favorite Kevin Smith movie. My friend actually got me a autographed copy of the DVD of the Blu-ray. Oh, so, very yeah. cool. Very yeah. cool. So, Dogma, for sure. Right. Crimson 94. Janine, have you seen the Harley Quinn animated series? And what are your thoughts? I have not seen it yet because I don't have cable. I don't, so I'm I'm working up to getting that streaming service. I have like 20 billion streaming services. I definitely want to see that series because you know Kelsey loves it and she talks so great about it. Um, and yeah, Harley's my girl. Obviously, I have this custom made kill Batman hammer right here. Um, so it's something I'm working up to to get that that uh, DC. Um, subscription um and then i will be binging harley quinn series for sure i, I have not seen that's it. true if you do know kelsey kirkland you will be yes. inundated with the talk about all of that all the time and it's a good yes. one it's a lot of passion it's so, passion i'll give it to her working up to it i will definitely get the dc streaming service and watching the harley quinn series but i have not yet Fair enough. Yeah, somebody actually thought this was a dead cat. Just <laughs> FYI. <laughs> but it is a dead Batman. Just dead Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Kelsey, if you're not too busy uh, throwing out some more Birds of Prey references. Oh, there we go. Another question. Nikos Wavagoli, are you free for a study session this week? Do you have plans to do teams again this year? And I guess you have permission to talk about how Jay and Makuga almost killed him in New York last year. <laughs> Yes, um, Nico came up on the stage to take his picture with the whole crew of people who were participating in the New York match. And Nico, you know, we are friends. So he kissed me on the cheek on his way to the stage. And Jay and Makuga looked at him like, well, this fucking kissing you on the cheek. And they were ready to fucking beat his ass and were shaking on me, making sure I was okay. Who was this random ass dude kissing you on the cheek? <laughs> Had to be like, oh, I know him. It's fine. But yeah, Jay and Makuga were ready to kick Nico's ass because he kissed me on the cheek on the way up to the stage to take his picture in New York. Wow. I think yes. it's safe to say we would not have seen Nico again if that had went down. And no. <laughs> yeah. So I do have plenty of time for a study session. So Nico, if you are, if you need us need help, I am here for you. So beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Dean Morgan. Did you get your writing tips for Machine Mondays from bibs or just from experience? Um, I didn't really have a lot of experience writing things. I just, you know, say my thoughts. And I loved writing in school and doing English classes and stuff like that. So that's kind of the best I can say about my writing ability. Um, I don't know if people really loved Machine Mondays articles-wise um, or even if they love it in podcast format um but yeah i just liked i really liked writing those articles and yeah if people dig it i don't know i didn't have really any formal training in writing i just write 
my thoughts as Janine the Machine. So get on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Miss Movies, how do you feel about a Harley Quinn <laughs> Velma from Scooby Doo crossover film? I absolutely love it because you know Brienne was Velma and I was Harley Quinn in our last SD Best Buds uh, thread that we did last Friday. And we were looking pretty good, I gotta say. So um, if you guys wanna see that, tell the people. Um, but yeah, that was really fun. I mean, doing anything with Brienne is amazing. Like I love that we're such close friends now because she was a huge inspiration for me. Like I loved watching her in the Schmodown and then to kind of, you know, see her. And I was watching her content even outside the show and I was watching Film Therapy. That was oh such God. a great show. Yeah. Like, if you watch Film Therapy with Drew Guy, he fucking breaks down about his dad and cries and it's like legit. Like, legit. So, I, I always watch the Film Therapy. Like, I would be in the chat every time. I loved her show with, with Stacey Howard, Six Degrees of, yeah. you know, Separation. And, like, I would watch all of that. So, I was a huge fan of her out outside of Shimonen and then in Shimonen as well. So the fact that her and me are even friends right now and we talk almost every day is kind of like a crazy concept for me. So the fact that we're even like thinking about a crossover with our fun little costumes that we wore on her stream is like a beautiful thing to me. So yeah, think of ideas for a Velma Harley Quinn crossover movie because I would love to do that with Brienne. I would love to do anything with Brienne. She's amazing yeah. and and funny and great and an awesome mom and she does so much and I love her so fucking much. Absolutely. Yes. That guy episode from Film Therapy is one of my absolute favorite Film Therapy episodes. I love Film Therapy. I would watch it every single time that it came on. Um, Brienne is such a nice person and like i i've had the wonderful opportunity to to have uh good conversations with brianne and she's been nothing but sweet to me and has been like her presence is just like one of those people that you just genuinely always want to be around so uh i really miss film therapy i've watched the best friends episode episodes there's two of them and um they're a really great watch. They're really fun. Uh, so please check into that if you if you can. And uh, please, yes, let's get a Harley Quinn and Velma crossover episode. That would be so great. But big shout out to Brianne Chandler. She's been a big staple inside of the Schmodown, especially for women for a very long time. So big, huge shout out to her. I really appreciate her very, very much. She sent me back my favorite hoodie. And uh, I will always be appreciative of that. Thank you. Big hearts and shout out and love and hugs to Brienne. I also want to throw out a little Brienne moment. Um, one of my favorite action movie anatomies was her guest starring on the cliffhanger episode. Because if you can get Ben Bateman to freak out like he did <laughs> when she mentioned that Tucker could be better, it would be a better uh, um, diehard villain than. Alan Rickman and he yeah. almost lost his shit. It was just worth it for that alone. It was a great episode. So yes. definitely go check that out as well. So definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a question? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Mac Daddy will always be my fly girl. <laughs> <laughs> 
like fucking Zoe Bell. She's gorgeous. I love definitely married up. Love you so much. <laughs> yes. Kim, I love you, Kim. <laughs> I'll definitely pass that along. <laughs> Dean Morgan, what is your favorite rom-com to watch by yourself or on a date? So, I think if you know me, you know, my favorite rom-com, which is kind of my favorite movie of all time, is The Cutting Edge. Oh, yeah. Yes, this ridiculous movie about an ice skater and a hockey player who have to come together to be Olympic ice skating duo. I absolutely love that fucking movie. It's the best movie. I think it's like 91 or 92. Such a great movie. Like, I love it. I love it. So yes, go watch The Cutting Edge. Toe pick. Everybody, I think that's the only thing anyone knows from the movie is toe pick. So go watch <laughs> Edge, it's my absolute favorite. I love it so much. Nice. I'm waiting. I'm still waiting with bated breath to get a Schmodown question about the cutting edge. <laughs> so please go watch that movie. It is my favorite rom com and pretty much movie of all time. So go go watch it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> oh. <laughs> How do you like your mac and cheese from Nico Suave Rigoli? With lots of bacon. Ooh, yes. That I can get behind. That I can get behind. Yes. <laughs> and Brianna has clarified, so you reached out twice. And that's right. It was Owen David that I think made it even worse when he had Philip Seymour Hoffman. And I believe that both Andrew and Ben uh, were ready to, they would have probably thrown you off if you had made it a triple, if you, didn't, you had taken out General Hummel from The Rock. Because um, that was the third one you were mentioning at one point, or they were mentioning it. And so I'm glad you did not, because we wanted you on the show. So, yes. so that is little probably a future series on Morgan hasn't seen, because Morgan hasn't seen any single Mission Impossible movie. What? So, no, he has not seen Top Gun. He has not seen Edge of Tomorrow. So yes, that is a definitely in my plans for future Morgan hasn't seen Mission Impossible. So the very first time that I watched Mission Impossible Part 3 was during the live watch along with uh, the action guy. Yes. That yes. was so much fun because that was yeah. the very first watch along, wasn't it? Yeah. Wasn't it Scott Pilgrim versus the world? <laughs> I think that's why I bumped up I to my tier that I was I'm at now because I was like, I need to do this watch long. It's Scott Pilgrim. I know that they did that. And I know that you were in the chat for the Mission Impossible one. I feel like for sure yes. that you were. Yes. Oh, oh yeah. Like, oh my gosh. That was so much fun. And that <laughs> that movie, like the understanding all of that stuff was so great. So uh I cannot wait for Morgan hasn't seen it. Mission yeah. Impossible. Oh yeah, it's movie. happening. He's, he's very hesitant, but it's going to happen. And Brianne asked, <laughs> has Morgan had the Tom Cruise cake? He has not had the Tom Cruise cake. You have only had the privilege of having the Tom Cruise cake. All of us got together and we bought Brianne the Tom Cruise cake that he gives to all his celebrity friends for her birthday. That coconut cake. All right. Ever episode of Graham Norton, they talk about how Tom Cruise sends this 
fancy coconut cake from this LA bakery to all his fancy celebrity friends. And this? we got that for Brienne for her birthday. Nice. And she, she enjoyed it very much. So magical. Happy birthday. It's not your birthday, but happy birthday, Brienne. I hope you enjoyed that cruise cake. Probably have to get it for Morgan and send it to the UK for him because his birthday is actually in April. So yeah, there you go. <laughs> and I will just say, no, Jake. See, I didn't. I actually didn't say. Oh, that's wrong. I didn't say Ed Harris. I said General Hummel. You're bringing up Ed Harris now. Oh my gosh! See how I did that? See how I did that? I didn't have to do it. <laughs> I mean, Jake no, no, no. Next question. <laughs> I think. Okay, part is just a decent. What exhibition match would you like to see and be a part of? Hey, well, I brought this up a lot. I mean, the drunken one would be amazing. Right. But my answer is always rom-coms, rom baby. Rom-com. Rom I, I mean, yes. I love those movies. I love it. You've seen me. My pride moments in the Shimona are sweeping rounds where I get rom-coms. So come on, rom-coms. And gotta have Freddie Prince Jr. come out somewhere. Come on, make it happen. We will. We will have to. All so right. before um, before getting ready for this match, I was watching your matches, and what I was doing was um, writing down the category and how you did in that category. And um, out of um, let's see, four. I'm gonna I'm gonna say like 20, 25 questions in rom com, rom coms in the matches that I watched. I didn't get to finish watching everything, so like the first uh seven matches maybe. Um, you had twenty five questions in rom com, and you got three wrong, and that's it. That's good. That's a pretty good percentage right there. That's a pretty good percentage. Yes. Yeah. Oh, in 2000s, yeah. you got one wrong, but you only had five. Um, killed it in, in Kate Winslet. You only got three, but you got two out of those three right. Crushed it. Um, family films, you got them all right. I, I did a lot of weird writing. <laughs> it's such a blur. I don't know what I've done at this point. So you telling me is it's making me feel very special. I was told there would be no math, so I. <laughs> I was trying, like, I was trying to get into like, um, like Frank Janish does a wonderful oh, job yeah. at putting yes. numbers up on on everything. So I was just trying to break it down a little bit differently than what Frank does, because. But he, Frankie numbers should just stick to numbers, right? Yes. Oh <laughs> He's never played in the shutdowns. So he just needs to stick to numbers. <laughs> To numbers. Uh, we love Frank Janice here as well, though. So there it is. We love you, Frankie. Frankie this is a very you. pro Frank podcast. <laughs> All right, Nico with our one. Had the Houston event had happened, what physical stunt would you have liked to see take place? Ooh. Or a couple of ones that were thrown out. There, I mean, you know, I wouldn't have mind seeing Chandra get hit with a chair. Ooh. <laughs> that could have happened. That could have happened. A little, he was a little too smug in that match with Brandon. Brandon's my boy. Brandon was actually not playing crazy teal character. Brandon was focusing on his match. He was doing his thing. And Chandra was like, ooh, you'll get the next one. Right? Like, dude, dude, this is, this is, and then in the post interview, he was a little too much. So 
so yes, like I, I don't think I would have minded seeing Chandru. I know he's he's beloved on the C2A channel, but I don't think I would have minded seeing Chandru get hit in the chair. Right. <laughs> no, that comment almost made me spit my whole I mean, claw out. I was sitting in the audience when he started going off about Brandon needs to play someone he can beat. I, I literally walked up. I was like, I can't watch this. I said it all loud. I can't watch this. And I walked out. So, well, I, I definitely think it is funny that uh, there was that question. Well, is that a heel comment or is that not a heel comment? When Jen Sturger was like, oh, so maybe you need to get some lessons on how a face should talk. So I like that she kind of called attention to that. I mean, Chandru is an amazing competitor. I'm not taking away oh, no. from anything as how he plays as a competitor. But yeah, I mean, the first match he played with Brandon, Brandon was digging at him. As a heel, perfectly fine. Okay, whatever. But this match, Brandon was focused on his thing, and Chandru just kind of went out of his way to kind of poke and pick a little bit, and I was not feeling that. So, yes, I don't think I would have minded seeing Chandru get knocked his ass out with a, with a chair <laughs> in that ring. Uh, just saying. That's great. what I was going to say. I was going to say that. No, Chandru, I respect Chandru as well, but if Jen Sturger, of all people, is telling you what's going on, she knows that well. That she knows that avenue pretty well. So listen to Jen. Listen to Jen. <laughs> yes. Not taken away from anything Chandru does as a competitor. He's an amazing player. Absolutely. But yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I would have been sad about seeing him get hit with a chair. That's all I'm saying. So. Oh, poor Chandru. Poor Chandru. Poor Chandru. <laughs> Star Drew, what movie would be worse not to see a 90 movie Rumble in the Bronx or a Mission Impossible or a Speed movie? I guess what movie from the 90s would be? I think that's the question. Dang. Would the worst not to see? Yeah. yeah. I guess which one would you not, would you want? Which one are you more bummed about not seeing? Yeah. Um, maybe Speed. I really loved Speed because it had the romantic elements plus the great fun action elements. And Keanu was like, okay. 90s Keanu. I mean, now Keanu was still like, okay. But 90s Keanu was like, okay. okay. So, yeah. um, I'd probably be kind of sad about not seeing Speed because I'm a fan of all that cheesy 90s action. Um, That's kind of my thing. So yes, I probably would have been bummed to not see a Keanu Sandra Bullock speed movie. That would have been Love really, Me and Sandy B. A big bummer. Yes. Love Me and Sandy B too, but definitely more speed than speed to cruise control. Right, Brian. Into the lake house. I love the lake house. So oh, sweet. it is so good. Keanu <laughs> is definitely a vampire. I thought Roku yeah. was a <laughs> It is true. He does not age. He does not age. I'll just say, I think. Is that uh, Kelsey was saying that that might be it in the chat? Is that all the questions that are done? So oh, that's gonna be it. That's it, chat. Woo! Already, um, to everyone hanging out with us tonight, thank you so much for being here with us. We really appreciate it. It's a Monday. Um, we all know what's going on out there right now. Stay safe. Uh, be smart. Uh, stay inside, please. If you are in an area that asks you to stay inside, please stay inside. It's not about you. It's about other people. It's about making sure that our community and that our people are safe. Wash your hands. Wash your damn hands. Yes. Wash your ass. That's Wash your ass. ass is apparently on SEN Live. That's the thing. Wash your ass. Just in case Wash Jake wants to eat it. Somebody can eat it, Jake. Yaka <laughs> <laughs> 
set it up and spiked it down every From time. Beginning to end, baby. That's right. That... <laughs> mm. uh, <laughs> we really hope that we can provide you. <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Jake just kissing it. Jake <laughs> as much as he can in there. Get it, Jake. We understand. It's really fine. But from all, from all of us here at the Call to Action, we do uh, really hope that we could provide you with a little bit of um, just entertainment in this weird and crazy world. So for me, uh, y'all know where you can find me. You can find me on Twitter at Danny Joy, D-A-N-I-E-E-J-O-Y. You can find me there. All of that good stuff. You can find me here every Monday on the Call to Action channel. Paul already plugged everything that we have coming up for the next few weeks. So um, find me here on Monday with uh, this week. I Paul, plug it. All right. You can find me at Paul underscore the news. You're on Twitter on class. I chill the action every week with my favorite co-host there, Danny. And a lot of times you can find me on call to action live on Sunday nights. A lot of times with great, the great Kelsey as a host of that show. Sometimes you can find me on class action. on the action industry's YouTube channel uh, alongside their Patreon. Cause I definitely keep me employed. As I like working with them. Um, and finally, I opened up my own YouTube channel called PLD Projects. I've done a Star Wars show and a show about a V, and I might be expanding out as I go. I'll be doing an interview show there myself as well. So keep your eyes open for that. Um, v, yes, V. It's a great show. It's an awesome show. You should definitely check it out. So there you go. Um, and also, while I'm doing this, Kelsey has her own content on her own channel that she has just come up with now with some great uh, reactions to a lot of surprisingly Harley Quinn material. Oh, shocker. <laughs> as well as other video games as well. So those are awesome as well. But of course, Janine, the, the guest of the, the honorable guest of the honor. I, I can't say it now. Guest of, you know what I'm saying, the best person on this goddamn podcast right now. You can plug everywhere you're going to be because we want to find, where can we find you? Okay. You can find me at Janine DeBean on Twitter and Instagram. You can check out my Tee Public shop at G9Design on Twitter.com. On Twitter.com. On TeePublic.com. So much wine. A whole bottle of wine just for you guys. Um, you can check out our Patreon. Thank you, Jake, for promoting our Patreon. Me and Morgan, we do a Patreon. You can find the tier that's right for you. We have fun things, videos, artwork. Um, I do customized artwork for you. Um, we do live streams. Um, bonus content check it out at um it's a wonderful podcast on patreon.com um and you can find all our shows on the it's a wonderful podcast feed there's machine mondays every monday uh, morgan hasn't seen every wednesday and it's a wonderful podcast every friday talking about classic films so check out our shows on our podcast feed and yeah find me at janine Debean on twitter and instagram love you guys perfect Perfect, perfect, perfect. So. That is right, y'all. Please make sure that you find Janine uh, anywhere that you can and make sure that you subscribe, support everyone that you can in this uh, weird, weird time that we're going through right now. So if you have the means to support, please do uh, make sure that you come back to the Call to Action channel. Make sure that you subscribe if you have not. Uh, like this video, comment on this video if you did not catch the live stream with any other questions that you might have for any of us here. Maybe we can find a way to answer them. Who knows? Maybe we can all be on the internet at some times. Who cares? Anyways, happy Monday, y'all. 
Thank you so much. That's going to be it from everyone on the Call to Action channel. Uh, from uh, Paul and I on the Chill to Action show, we love you. We thank you. And as always, we salute you. We're in podcast form. You can find us on Spotify, on uh, Apple Podcasts, um, wherever else you find everything. Um, 